Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Pyle and I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my melting pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi listeners, welcome to another episode of Melting Pot, which as you know is a series of conversations with very diverse and passionate people who are also change makers from across the globe. My guest today is Diana Wu David. Diana's based in Hong Kong, but I'm not sure if that's where she's always been, so we'll find out. She has had and continues to have a very noteworthy career. She refers to herself as an author, a speaker, an entrepreneur, and a traveler. So Diana has authored a book called Future Proof, Reinventing Work in the Age of Acceleration. So we'd love to hear, I I think she has so much to share and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So thank you so much for your time today, Diana. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to the conversation as well, Pale. So maybe we can start with your name, because you call yourself Diana Wu David. So is there, I mean, how, how does that why? come about and why? Yes. <laughs> yes, the ultimate melting pot name, I guess. I had been referred to for a long time as Diana K. David. And then I came to Hong Kong 20 years ago on a nonprofit grant for 10 months, and I ended up staying for decades. And the Wu is because my husband's last name is Wu. And the way that it came about was a Google. I wanted a Gmail address, and I tried Diana David, and I tried a bunch of different things. And then I tried Diana Wu David, and then that was what I had. And then people started to refer me to me as Diana Wu David. And, you know, I was doing a lot of business in China and the US. And so it just became my moniker, Diana Wu David. And I do know there are some other folks like that, Sandra Wu Dun and, and um, different people who put the Wu in the middle. Uh, the other thing is in Cantonese with my Chinese name to put Wu at the end, which is mm, was like my my sort of Chinese given name was 
peace and love or something like that happening. <laughs> and it was sort of like no peace and love. So it didn't work in Chinese. It didn't seem to work in English. It worked, it worked for Gmail. So that's the one that I, that's what people have been referring me to for a long time. Okay. So that's interesting. Uh, so at least I've, I've got this clarified in my head now. <laughs> So, yes, Diana, where did it all begin? You, I have read, were you, you, you were an assistant to Dr. Henry Kissinger. How many years ago was that? And what was that all about? That was my first job out of university. And that was really a, a, about, I, I had done international relations and economics and it was in at Kissinger Associates. I didn't work for him in the White House. It was around 1993 to 1995. And I was one of three assistants that he had to do all of his book work. He was writing diplomacy at that time and media interviews. And, you know, he had other associates that also worked on his consulting work. And just, I answered a classified ad in the back of a newspaper in New York City after university and ended up there and learned a tremendous amount having grown up on the West Coast and, and somewhat naive to the world of, I guess, business and politics and, and at the highest levels that I was privy to for those two years. Yeah, so that must have been quite an enriching experience and a learning, especially since you were straight out of college. So yeah, that's that's interesting. So you mentioned that um, you moved to Hong Kong 20 years ago mm. and for something specific. And then how did that sort of evolve into you then wearing multiple hats? Like, you, you know, you're a speaker and entrepreneur how did it, how did all of that come about i think that i have always focused on learning and growing and those have been some of my deepest values so no matter what kind of personality test you give me curiosity learning contributing community building all of those things are things that really drive me and that's just a nice way to say perhaps that I have a short attention span as well. <laughs> I look back and I came out here and I, I had done management consulting after business school for a few years. And I came out here because, not because something was calling me, but I wanted to live abroad. I'd never been to Asia in any meaningful way. And I just wanted to do something completely different and throw myself in at the deep end. So yes, I came courtesy of the Henry Luce Foundation. Henry Luce started Time Magazine and was the son of missionaries in China long ago and started something for young Americans who were leaders in their field, but had had no meaningful exposure to Asia as a sort of cross-cultural building experiment, which now has gone on since the 1970s. So I came out here and with people who were doctors and lawyers and artists, and it was an amazing experience. And after landing in Asia, having never really been here, I felt like I had just scratched the surface over 10 months and, and so decided to stay. And I also met my husband in Hong Kong. So that was the sort of 
global cross-cultural experience that just keeps on giving. Because <laughs> he's from China. He was born in China, but uh, went to the U.S. when he was 10. Oh, okay. Okay. And you met him in Hong Kong. So yes. Okay. And um, so how did the writing come about? So I have always loved writing and the shift from New York to Asia and then some different jobs and then a corporate job, quite a lot of corporate jobs actually, shifted into this portfolio career of strategy and writing and speaking about four years ago, I was working for Financial Times. I had been there for quite a while and really loved my colleagues, was in a position to start interesting new divisions for them or projects, had just started something called the Financial Times Board Director Program and just felt like there was not a lot left to learn. Um, I could continue doing the same thing over and over, but they're just, you know, not a lot of new things were happening. We had just gone through a an acquisition. We were acquired by Nikkei. And while I thought they were going to be a fantastic new owner, I just felt like, you know, you only live once and there's so many interesting things to do in the world. And I felt like there was an opportunity to go out and try new things and see if there were other things that I might be good at or might like. And that started me on the road. I still work for Financial Times on a contract basis because I absolutely loved working there and still do, but it allowed me to open up all of this time to do other things and try other things and get good at things that I didn't even remotely know how to do, like writing a book. I had written a children's book, but it had more pictures than words, so I don't know if it counts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I absolutely love it. And a lot of the book I wrote recently last year, Future Proof, Reinventing Work in the Age of Acceleration, was really about that journey because so many of the senior executives that I was speaking to through the board director program and in my kind of peer group were saying, we feel like there's got to be more to this. We're, we've, we've been successful and we want some kind of career reboot where we start to learn more or we're shifting from success to more significance. We want to give back. We want maybe a slightly different flexibility in terms of the the balance in our lives or, and not to say it's family and work, but it's just all the different things that we, that make up the day because it's very difficult to do that. It's very difficult to get rewarded with prestige and success and pay for doing one thing and doing it well, and then decide to leave it all and to a certain extent, start over. Yeah. And I guess people who've sort of been chasing that, you know, whole corporate kind of being a part of the corporate world and just chasing from one level to the next to the next. And so it's progression, but it's very unidimensional. So I guess to be able to then experience other things and other hidden or I would say experience, not experiences, but talents maybe that have not emerged because they're just suppressed because you're just so busy chasing that one dream. And to be able to move away from it and also then explore 
other kinds of learning. I think that's, that's really what life is all about. I mean, that's the way I look at it. So, Absolutely. I, and I think that that really is a beautiful way to articulate it because while I did end up changing my work, a lot of the people who have read the book or are taking part in the future proof course that I've put together to go through the book with people, a sort of master class, many of them don't leave their jobs, but they learn how to create the space to be more multidimensional and to experiment with things outside of the perpetual you know, rut that they're in to, yeah. to do what they need to do for work and therefore reframe things. They learn new ideas of um, how they might reinvent their work, either inside their company or outside, and often are prepared for, at this point in our you know, unfortunate year of 2020, they're very well prepared for pivoting to new work and using their talents and understanding their talents and their values and desires to pivot to new interesting work without that, that horrible surprise of finding that they're not valuable in the company they're working in. So mm. it's, been, it's been a great and very interesting journey with these amazing people. And how frequently do you have these uh, workshops? So the Future Proof course that came off the back of the book is something that I've done four times in the last year. And we have an entire built out learning management system with videos and templates. And ultimately it was, you know, in response to people saying, okay, yeah, yeah, I read the book, but I need a little, I need more help. I, like lay it out for me, Diana, <laughs> you know, step one, <laughs> step two. And I was like, okay, spoon I'll do feed. that. Spoon feed me, Diana. <laughs> well, I get it, right? I mean, yeah. I'm totally like that too. And I read a lot of books and I also take a lot of courses and it is nice. And I'm obsessed with education. And I did this entire board director program for Financial Times, which was online education and sort of blended. And so I loved putting it into a course format with all the videos and it's 10, basically 10 modules that people go through to scan the horizon to get a sense of what's coming and really focus on the future so that whatever effort they're putting in, they know is for something that's growing. It's not, you know, that ladder leaning against a, an obsolete wall. <laughs> yeah. um, and then they spend a lot of time. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Delving deep into values. And some have done that before, but just need to revisit. And some have never thought that much about it. And then from that really solid base of who they are, we go into building the kind of narratives and networks that they need to accomplish what they want to do and how they want to express those values in their work and their lives. So you have had feedback from people who've actually come back to you and said that, okay, we have been able to say, find a different dimension to the maybe our job, or we have been able to do other stuff which we've always wanted to do. And you kind of, through this course, you've given us direction. I'm sure there must be a lot of stories and a lot of feedback for you from people who've actually done the course. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Payo, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And you hit it. (laughs) It, It's almost as if you've already taken the course. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, sometimes it's something that people have wanted to do for a long time, but they don't feel like they had the confidence or the structure or the community to do that. And while I can take responsibility for the, the, the sort of sequencing and the steps and trying to make it as easy as possible so that there are steps that build on each other, I really think the community is what is, allows people to do the things they've wanted to do. So one of the women there who has run her own successful marketing agency said, I've never had to market myself and now I want to do board roles and I just really need some you know people outside to tell me and give me feedback and let me know if that's if what I'm saying about myself beyond my company is interesting and reasonable and and enticing and she has two board roles now and and she used it for a sort of specific purpose, but it was a similar here. What are my values? How do I want to express them? Other people have used it in that liminal transition period between jobs. So we have a, an extraordinary senior executive in Singapore, actually, Elaine Chung, who ha- was in between and on garden leave and thinking about what next and also positioning herself for you know, really the second part, the the success to significance. So she's been a CFO for some of the best companies in Asia. She's on international boards in Rome and Switzerland. And she has been thinking about how she can become a purpose-led CFO. So not just a CFO who gets the next job and then eventually, you know, she she has everything that everybody else wants, but she's trying to figure out how am I going to give back in a way that's uniquely me. And so she has been developing that and developing community and in fact, developing criteria for a job that she feels will also feed into that legacy. And in fact, has just started with as an operating partner with one of the, the largest funds in Singapore. So that's the kind of thing that I keep seeing from people is that like, who am I and what is the unique thing that I can give 
at my work, but also, you know, in my life. It's a, it's a big thing. <laughs> it's yeah. a pretty big thing. Yeah. So look inwards and delve deep into, into yourself and, and be able to actually work things out. And I think, yeah, that's, that's amazing. I have heard a couple of your TED Talks as well. Mm. And it's very, very interesting. And I think what, what's interesting is the clarity in which you communicate. There's nothing confusing about what you say. You know, there's just so much. It's just so spot on. And, and I really enjoyed, enjoyed listening to those TED Talks. You are, as you've mentioned, also a traveler. Mm-hmm. Used to be. <laughs> Why do you say, oh, well, not including this year, but why do you say used to be? Well, mostly because of this year, because I think that there are two things in my life that have been consistent that have always fed me and inspired me. And one of them is storytelling. So writing or speaking or reading or just the way that we find our culture via stories and how important those are. And the second is traveling, which I think is related. Yeah, um, I and, totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I have to say, I, I shouldn't say I was a traveler and am not now because as many people have, uh, we found so many rich, beautiful surprises in our backyards. So literally, you know, I have hopped the fence just in the park next to my house and gone down a little path and found the most amazing altar where people leave their broken deities. And there is an old man there who fixes them up with super glue. And he's covered an entire hillside with everybody's, you know, different deities, mostly Chinese, the different gods and guanyin and, and whatnot. But it's just one of those little pass that you go by and this little miracle pops out at you. <laughs> it's just so wonderful. Yeah. So those travels I still get to do and I'm quite grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I think today for me, travel is, and is the best way of experiencing life because you get connected to so many different cultures and so many different kinds of people, thought processes, and there's such, there's like a constant learning. And I guess this year has been, I mean, 2020 has just been a year of self-reflection. And, and I think for you, for you to have got people to take the, the course and find ways of probably this year has, you know, I, I don't know, but maybe this year you've had more people engaging with your course as compared to when you, you, you mentioned that if you, they had something better to do, you mean? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're trapped in their homes. I'm totally taking advantage of that. Of course. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't look at it like that. I feel that they probably have uh, now actually found the time to, to be able to do it. So I would uh, give it a different spin altogether. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You, when you talk about travel and the way to, 
to sort of meet different people. In fact, when I did the first few courses, and people are signing up from all over Asia, Europe, and the United States, and they're so interesting. And I feel like we, in the Future Proof course, are all traveling in the same way we might meet people, you know, in, in a cafe in Budapest. We've met and I've met so many interesting people, and it's truly a miracle to me that some of them I don't I don't even know where they've come from. But we've made it a psychologically safe space in our community in our group where people are expressing real vulnerability, and you're getting to learn so much about this. You know, an amazing global executive from India that lives in Austin, Texas, and you know, has this dream to really uplift the heroes in the middle, he calls them, the middle managers, and another person that's in Tuscany. You know, it, it just, they're all over and they're all so different, but they all have a very global mindset and they have a huge amount of compassion to give back. And um, I'm, I feel like I've gotten to travel just by meeting them and, and sort of fed that part of my soul in starting this course and inviting people to partake. Yeah, that's quite incredible. In fact, for me, I, I don't really like to tour because it's not about me, but I just wanted to add here that with Melting Pot and through Melting Pot, um, like you, I have also met so many different people with different mindsets and from different cultures and doing such diverse things in their lives and and also giving back and you know it's just been an incredible journey for me as well so to start with of course i would be in the city or the country where i was chatting with people but now this year in the past 6 or 7 months i've just been talking to people through through zoom but i just feel that i i feel deeply connected and i've learned so much so similar to what you were saying i think Melting Pot has also given me a platform to, to get connected and learn and understand, you know, so many diverse people and what they're doing. And it just blows my mind, honestly. Mm. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm so happy that we got this opportunity to, to chat. And before, you know, I wouldn't, I'm always reluctant to say, oh my God, I have to sign off. But, <laughs> but before I do that, I would definitely, with all your experience, I would like you to just give some sort of, I won't call it advice, but just something which will encourage people who are at a certain stage in their lives where change is something that they're looking for or they are or they are not looking for it but if given an opportunity they could so i mean is there anything that you would like to share with with the listeners and they come from all walks of life and they come from all over the world so i think that would be really really special well, there's a mantra that I have from Emma Sherrod Matthews, who is in the book, and it is, don't settle for the life you've been given, work hard for the one you want. And I think that that 
I remember that, that the road ahead is hard, but it's because it's going to, you know, your own utopia. And that really reminds me that I can't rest on my laurels. I, I need to really keep going. So yeah, that, that I think is something, it may not be um, particularly inspirational. It is related to a lot of hard work, but I have another thing for you. <laughs> And that is something I believe in greatly, which is I have 11 questions that are great for anybody who's wondering if they're future-proof or where to start. And that's at bit.ly forward slash prepare for future. And it is the 11 things I found in my book that people needed to be future ready. And they're yes and no questions, but after you look at them, you can really see where you need to shore up your foundation. And it covers inspiration, it covers relationships, it covers work. Um, Because I found that the people who are really thriving took time for, as you said, more than a unidimensional life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think you've uh, you've said it all. Thank you so much, Diana. I really, really enjoyed chatting with you. And I hope to sort of see you in Hong Kong whenever I'm able to to be there. And uh, good luck. And I look forward to a a lot more inspiration from you. And I'm sure my listeners have really enjoyed this conversation as well. Thank you so much, Pale. I look forward to sharing a meal with you when we can travel again. Absolutely. That would be awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. I really admire Diana for her ability to wear so many hats with absolute ease. In my opinion, it's super remarkable. Her book and the course that she has created seems to have helped so many people. Do pick up a copy of Diana's book if you can. Melting Pot will be back next week with another exciting episode with me, Pyle. So do stay tuned. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.